0: Happy 28th anniversary, TNL. I, uh, I can't believe that it's been 28 years already. Um, actually, truth be told, for some reason, <laughs> this entire year, I thought we were celebrating 29 years tonight, and uh, Nikki um, made a bunch of things that said 28 and sent them to me like two weeks ago, and I was like, I'm really sorry to tell you this. I'm sorry that you did all this work. It's 29, and <laughs> she said, listen, I don't know who you think you are, but you don't control time and you can't just skip a year. And she was right. Um, I think it's because 2020 counted as two years. I really thought it was 29. Anyway, uh, 1993, that was 28 years ago. And in some ways that seems really fast. And in other ways, 1993 feels like ancient history. Denver was a very different place in 1993. At that time, the population of the Denver Metro area was 1.7 million. Today, it's (laughs) 2.9. There are almost twice as many people living here now as there were 28 years ago. And if you were around here back in 1993, you know it definitely feels that way. Actually, I was surprised it was only double. I thought it would be like triple because you can't get around anywhere anymore. Uh, What were you doing in 1993? Some of you weren't even alive yet. (laughs) But if you were, think about what you were doing. Think about what your life looked like in 1993. I was a first grader in Ms. Franklin's uh, class at Peakview Elementary School, which some kids at TNL now uh, go to or will soon go to. Uh, It's in Southeast Aurora, which is now Centennial, which ironically is where I now live again, uh, like a minute from my elementary school. But back then, the area was like the edge of civilization. It was mostly wide open fields full of cows and horses like no joke, cows and horses. Uh, Today, it's covered in houses and shopping malls and uh, outdoor malls and strip malls and any other kind of mall that you can think of. I think there's a car wash every four blocks, which makes no sense to me, but uh, people in Southeast Aurora love car washes. Uh, At that time, I used to walk a mile, a half a mile to and from school, all by myself as a six-year-old, and that wasn't weird, that wasn't scary, And I miss that. (laughs) Things have changed a lot. But not everything has changed, right? Uh, You wanna know what one of the things that I thought about all the time as a first grader? I said this before, but in 1993, one of my biggest hopes was that lightsabers would be a real thing by the time I grew up. And I am still holding out hope that lightsabers will be a real thing by the time I grow up. Uh, There are several times a year where I'll be doing something, almost always yard work, when I think to myself, this would be a lot easier if I had a lightsaber. Come on, some dreams never die. Some things change, some things stay the same. One thing that has absolutely changed is the, is the way we communicate. Uh, Jared tells stories about when he first started working at TNL a few years after 1993. Uh, he would come into his office each morning and on his desk would be a, punch, a bunch of little pink slips um, that had <laughs> his voicemails from the previous day written on them, and that was his correspondence. I think I remember hearing about a TNL pager that we had at 1.2 and we don't anymore, but that's about as high tech as things were around then. Because cell phones were still, uh, uh, for the general consumer, were still years away, right? Only rich people had them, and they were big and terrible, like that. Look at how happy that guy is. I think that's the guy that invented that phone. Look how old he was then. Whew. I shouldn't be mean to him. He did a great thing for us. Thank you, sir. Sorry that your phone was so terrible. Um, Email was barely a thing in 1993. Windows 3 had just recently come out, and with it, one of the earliest versions of AOL for the general public. Yeah, remember that? We had a black and white computer, so I was actually like amazed to see all those colors. Uh, email was completely novel, because AOL had just come out. Uh, the internet, as we know, it was still a long way off. In fact, TNL wouldn't have a website for another five years. And then, even when we did, it looked like this. That was it. That's the whole website. And that was cutting edge. (laughs) If you've ever wondered why, how a tiny church got such an awesome URL like tnl.org, it's because we did it in 1998 before anyone cared. (laughs) And we just had it this whole time. This was the world in 1993. This is the world when a ministry for college-age kids that combined uh, relevant and engaging teaching with music and art that took excellence and creativity seriously, started meeting on Tuesday nights at Applewood Baptist Church. It was called Tuesday Night Life, and it took off like wildfire. Over the course of 28 years, this community has done some incredible things. Uh, We serve communities in Uganda. Uh, We've helped fund drilling several wells in Africa. We have uh, helped send one of our former pastors to live in Mozambique the past 11 years. We've served hundreds of kids in the foster care system through our Royal Family Kids Summer Camps. We've baptized hundreds of people. We've dedicated hundreds of babies. We've created a sacred space where people are accepted just as they are and shown the love and grace of God every Tuesday night. This community has touched literally thousands of lives. This is Kind of mind-blowing to think about, but if you were in college between 1993 and like, let's say 2008 or so around Denver, you either went to TNL at some point or you know someone who did. That's insane. I meet people all the time when they find out what I do and they're like, that's still a thing. I remember that in high school. I'm like, yeah, you should come back. It looks nothing like you remember. (laughs) You're going to love it. I first, uh, this community changed my life I first started coming to uh, TNL in, I can't remember exactly, honestly. It was 2001 or 2002. I was a shy, timid high school kid. uh, And I was just using TNL as an opportunity to hang out with girls. uh, Because I wasn't allowed to go many places. But my parents were really cool with me going to church on Tuesday. Little did they know, I was just (laughs) inviting people to meet me there. Just completely using the place. And that was okay. I was accepted here just as I was. In 2006, a couple years later, my sophomore year of college, I moved back to Colorado and I decided this was gonna be my home church. And I came back as a totally lost and depressed addict searching for answers. And again, I was accepted just as I was. In fact, I was shown incredible grace and love and brought into a community and brought into friendships, which still remain some of my closest friends today. Tina, we have a long and rich history and legacy. And we're not the same people (laughs) today. Well, some of us are literally the same people, Uh, but one or two, but we've all changed. We've grown. We aren't the same community that we were back in 1993 or 2001 or 2010 or 2018 for that matter. And even so, all of these things are still in our DNA Our job isn't to try to recreate the past or get back to the glory days of TNL. Whenever those happen to be, it depends on who you ask. We get to decide how we're going to uniquely express this DNA and this legacy of these 28 years that we've been entrusted with. This community still has so much to offer. The world still desperately needs a place where people are accepted just as they are, while hoping and believing that a more Christ-like version of themselves is possible. The world still needs a place that welcomes people's doubts and questions, a place that walks alongside people through deconstruction and reconstruction, a community that takes faith seriously and seeks to holistically integrate our faith into our lives and grow into the people that God created us to be. The world needs a place where deep, long-lasting relationships can be made, a place that enriches our lives as we enrich the lives of people around us, a place that helps us love and serve the littlest and least, which is something that we need to refocus on. The world continues to need a community like ours that seeks to glorify our loving creator in all we do. It's been 28 years, and we've been slowly shrinking (laughs) for at least the last 20. Yeah. (laughs) We're smaller than we've ever been, in fact, this is the biggest crowd that has been in this room on a Tuesday night in 20, since March of 2020, probably. And this place still has life. This community still has a lot to offer. God isn't finished with TNL's story yet. So let's talk about some of the wonderful things that have happened this, in this past year. Let's start with some people. Keely Quinn and Sherry Scott stepped down from the role of elder this year after faithfully serving three-year terms, which were filled with lots of challenging and heartbreaking and beautiful moments. Brandi Galuzzi graciously agreed to take on another term (laughs) because she's crazy. And Trevor Moore was installed as a new elder. I don't mean she's crazy. She is the best and I'm very thankful for her. I'm sorry for saying you're crazy. You're, you're crazy in the best way. And so is Trevor. Trevor, Angelu- Trevor, Trevor and Brandy are our elders right now. And both have provided invaluable encouragement and service to this community that most of you will never know about. As TNL elders, Brandy and Trevor uh, joined together with Inglewood elders to choose and affirm and install elders for our sister church, the Sacred Grace East Colfax. Uh, this year, Shana was hired uh, as a teaching intern to develop her unique voice, which has been amazing. Uh, I was trying to think of other words beyond amazing, but it has been incredible. One of the most beautiful experiences that I've had here in a long time. She has brought a beautifully fresh energy and helped me dive into biblically rich teaching. In a lot of ways, Shana has pushed me to be a better teacher, which was the exact opposite of what our deal was, but I'm really grateful and thankful for it. Uh, Justin was hired uh, to help us continue to push our music and creative expressions forward, along with Marshall uh, and the other musicians like uh, Patrick and Jeremy. Haley was hired to care for and lead our elementary age kids. Uh, Amy Osborne was hired to take care of our babies in the nursery. We got to send Lauren Grant off after 20 plus years of teaching and loving our kids. And Lauren is here with us tonight. Lauren, it's great to see you again. Thank you for being here. All the TNL Kids teachers uh, creatively adapted to the constantly shifting landscape to stay connected with our kids and help them continue to learn and grow in God's love. Jay D'Alessio, Nate Gallenbeck, all the musicians, Marshall, Jeremy, Patrick, Michaela, and Justin, and I worked hard to figure out uh, how to creatively provide meaningful worship experiences through podcasts and live streams and in-person services and then in-person services and live streams, all of which require very different processes and considerations. And it felt like we had to start from scratch, like every four months, and they did it. Uh, We've created video content to give fuller context to Tuesday sermons and to offer encouragements and challenges to the community, which I hope you are finding valuable. Meals were delivered to several families, including mine, who were uh, going through both hard and joyful times. We've dedicated several, um, dedicated several children to God, I thought it said we, never mind. Dedicated several children to God. And we still have several more to go (laughs) because more babies have been born and there were a few that we missed, which is exciting. Uh, We hosted our first annual Trunk or Treat this past year, which was a huge success and something we'll be doing again next month. I hope you show up for that. Uh, We came together for our first in-person service of 2020 with an all parish Easter service in the Gothic parking lot. Sarah and Marshall Usinger mailed out random encouraging notes and birthday greetings to members of TNL. Community dinners came back and families got to enjoy time together before service like we did tonight. Nikki Joe has worked diligently uh, to, to get attendance back with, with family dinners and, and services like this one and one we did a month ago, um, both of which have included many new faces and a renewed energy. And those are just some of the stories this year. Some of the stories that I know about. There are even more that I don't know about. This place still has life. This place still has so much to offer. Last week, I got together with the elders uh, to spend some time sharing our hopes for TNL as we move forward. And here are some things that we came up with. We want to add more consistent voices that have ownership um, to mine on Tuesdays. I don't need to be the only voice around here. One thing that I'm very insecure about this probably is silly, but I'm going to tell you all anyway. You ready? Uh, if you go on our Instagram page and look at our profile, it's just littered with my face. <laughs> it's very off-putting. I don't recommend it. So we want... I don't need to be the only voice around here. Uh, bringing Shana in it was a step in the right direction, but we want to go further. Shana, thank you for being here. <laughs> we want to bring back learning communities to provide workshops on on specific topics like biblical literacy and healthy relationships, um, from how to be more welcoming as a community to how to navigate healthy parenting. We want to establish organic community groups that, where deep, lasting relationships can be formed around shared hobbies and interests in the context of shared faith. Uh, we want to partner with outside organizations that we can serve alongside. We want to expand our kids' ministry. This has been a dream for a few years, and we want to have a youth ministry, all to better care for our families. We wanna expand our internships to provide more experience and development for more students looking to get into ministry and more students to help me get better at my job. (laughs) Uh, We wanna continue creating beautiful and and creative uh, cultural pieces of art and music. We wanna host events for the broader community like concerts and workshops and food banks. Through everything, we want to glorify our gracious and loving creator. We want to remind people that God is drawing them close. We wanna give people tools to live a great life while enriching others and provide a deep sense of purpose and meaning and belonging as we grow into the people that God created us to be together. This place still has so much to offer. God is not finished with TNL story yet. We're in a time of transition as a world, as a nation, and certainly as a church. And I think one of the things that has become crystal clear in the last 20 months is that things cannot stay the same, right? We need to adapt, we need to mature. We need to move out of mom and dad's basement. Metaphorically, but also probably literally. The elders and I are still prayerfully discerning what all this means for us and what God has in store for us. But I am genuinely excited about the future of this church in ways that I thought unimaginable just a year ago. This job can be really brutal. And there have been some really, really dark days in the past few years. And even so, I really believe there is new life for this community. I really believe that there are good things in store for us in the near future. I really believe God is not finished with TNL's story yet. And I'm excited to get to continue to be a part of that with all of you. In the meantime, I don't wanna be solely focused on the future. There are a few things that we want to start right away. Uh, First, we need to push back into connection with each other. And we're gonna try to go about this in two different ways. First, I want to meet with every single one of you that calls TNL home in the next six months, which is completely doable. It's like 90 people. I want to hear how you're continuing to navigate our, our current realities. I want to hear how TNL has impacted you. There are so many stories that I don't know. I want to hear your hopes and dreams for your life and for this place. And if that sounds cool with you, you can help me out a lot by filling out this form at tnl.org slash Phil. It's really creative. Uh, there's a lot more of you than me. You don't need me to tell you that. And this little form will really help jumpstart jump start the process of scheduling some time together. Thank you to those of you who have already filled that out, by the way. That is really helpful, and I'll be getting back to you very soon. That's my son. I know that cry anywhere. The second thing that we're trying to do to reconnect is I'm asking all of you to commit to spending time with someone or some family in the next three months who you haven't spent time with in the last three months from this community. Push back into this community after 20 months of strained connection. Shouldn't be too hard, right? So first, we want to focus on reconnection. The second thing is uh, we want to immediately dive into uh, working on our financial situation and fundraising. A lot more of this falls on me than you. Um, I'm not a fundraiser. I, it's not something I feel equipped or something I enjoy doing, but it's something that's necessary for us now. And I'm learning a lot about it and trying to press into it. So if you know people, coworkers, family members, friends, friends of friends, uncle's friends, uh, if you know people who, who you think might like supporting or be interested in supporting this community, would you just tell them about TNL? Or would you at least connect them with me? Because I'd love a chance to to make the case for why this place should continue to exist. Or if you yourself are interested in financially supporting what God is continuing to do in and through this community, you can go to tnl.org slash give right now and give a one-time gift or set up a recurring gift. And if you have any questions about that or you feel weird about that and you want to tell me why that's weird, I would love to talk to you about that. We are very open about our finances around here We're very blunt about the fact that like, it takes money to run a church. And that does feel weird sometimes, but it's also just the reality that we live in. And generosity is a big deal. And and generosity is one of the best ways that we can reflect God's love to the world. And so for me and my family, it's a big deal for us to be generous to this community by supporting it financially. I'm not asking you to do anything that I'm not doing myself. So if you have questions about that, I'd love to talk to you. So first we wanna push into reconnecting. Second is finances and fundraising. And lastly, as I mentioned before, we want to get back into we want to get back to tangibly serving the vulnerable and the needy. And there's a lot that's been going on in the world. In case you have been somewhere else, uh, Mars, with everything that's been going on in Afghanistan, uh, there's soon to be a large influx of uh, uh, immigrants and refugees coming here, and we want to help welcome and care for them. And there's a really easy way for us to do that. We're going to be partnering with an organization called Project Worth More to create care packages for these families. A project worth more exists to care for ref- refugees in the Denver area. And our sister church, the Gracies Colfax, partners with them already and actually meets in their building. So uh, we like them, we know them, we know that they're legit, we know they're good for it. So we're gonna uh, be spending the next month collecting items to create these care baskets. Uh, we're going to be collecting uh, uh, just a couple of things. Uh, liquid laundry, detergent, dish soap, shampoo and conditioner, cooking oil, all-purpose cleaner, soft soap, deodorant, toothpaste, paper towels, these kinds of things. Easy things that we can all go buy and bring here on a Tuesday night. For, at the end of the month, I'll deliver it over to Project Worth More. Uh, you can find this list, as well as the preferred sizes of each item, on our website. And we'll be sending out more information about that very soon. So those are the three immediate things that we want to start pushing into tonight. Reconnecting, I want to meet with all of you. I want you to meet with at least one other person in this community. Funding, learning how to be a fundraiser, any ideas or connections that you might have, I would welcome and appreciate. And service, let's do something to care for Afghan refugees coming to Denver in the next few months after watching their entire civilization crumble before their eyes things have changed tremendously since 1993. We've had moments of beauty and heartbreak and all along the way, God has blessed us through 28 years of existence. God is not done working in and through us. God is not finished with the story of TNL. So happy anniversary, everyone. I love you. I'm grateful for you. And I'm so grateful for what God is letting us be a part of with him. Will you pray with me? God, thank you. Thank you for how loving and gracious and generous and good you are to us, to this community. Thank you for everything that you have done in the people here and through the people here over the last 28 years. Thank you for the thousands of lives that are different. God, thank you for this community that saved my life. God, we want to be, we want to continue to be a part of your story. We love you. Amen.